0: take me back when i was a kid never had to worry about what i did but i'm a man now what's the plan now got to get it done no time for fun now take me back when i was a kid never had to worry about what i did but i'm a man now what's the plan now got to move on those days are gone now mike young here stories that need to be told <laughs> another great episode excited to have Bobby Costanza Costanzo Costanzo common mistake common mistake because you did Seinfeld one time and and you think of George Costanza and it's my my bad Costanzo we'll start that over Bobby Costanzo his son (laughs) Chris came along yes sir uh, We've you've, you've heard me talk many times about our neighborhood spot, Goal. Chris was a bartender at Goal. We won't get into full Goal. You're not
1: there right now, right? No. There's, okay. a, there's
0: a whole Goal. There was a shutdown. Is he
1: Costanza or Costanza? No, actually, everyone calls. <laughs> He's just,
2: been trying to
0: distance himself
2: from no, me for a while. I just roll. No, I just roll with Costanza Kistan, because everyone calls me that. So yeah,
0: that's it so funny. Know. I've called you Costanza forever. You've yeah, never yeah.
2: corrected
1: me. I mean, you know. <laughs> but they're Jew- you know. The Costanzas on Seinfeld are Hasidic Jews. I think. Not Hasidic, but Jewish, yeah. right? Because you, you got Jerry and Estelle as their parents, right? Clearly not Sicilian, not at and all. We are clearly
0: uh, Italian. When you're from New York, grew up probably with a lot of Hasidic Jews
1: in the neighborhood. Uh, oh my God, my phone went off. Bobby's this blowing is live up. Television, live vibrate that. Oh, unknown contact. That's who calls What, me. what TV theme no, song is that? Off. No, that's some uh, spring. Uh, you know, when you get your phone, I decided to do spring. It's like the antithesis, <laughs> fancy word of what I am, you know, which is a, a kind of a, kind of a cool, almost yeah. melodic, almost like sort of light and breezy. Wouldn't expect that, you know, yeah. the the kind of roles I play to, you know, have that kind of a ringtone. It seems <laughs> at odds with my, you know.
0: So I have a, so so, Bobby has been consistently acting for
1: years, what forty years. Hopefully, so? acting consistently too. By the way, you Gr- know, great
0: actor. Oh, so, no, you are. I've, I've watched a ton of your Appreciate stuff. Appreciate
1: Thank you. You've been
0: doing this for a long time. Yeah. Sometimes they put labels on what you would call a character actor because – but whether you're there's there's like there's a leading man there's character, character actors. Character
1: actors are thought to be not as attractive, smaller parts, right? Right. Even though that's not really technically true, but it's become true, so we all go with it. Did you always go with it, or was right. it <clears throat> to you because you are a real deal actor? You've done
0: theater, you've done television, you've done movies, you've yeah. done it all. So yeah. was it ever an issue to you to be called a character actor or not? It's fine, fine. It with felt you?
1: good. Yeah, as opposed to people thinking. A person who's kind of a character, which I guess I am also, you know, somebody who's kind of a little flaky. Yeah.
2: Don't, don't say he does a, I, mean, I know people have been like, oh, he does bit parts. You, you don't like that. You don't like No, no, that. we don't like I that. I mean, there yeah. are no But a
1: character, bit, is a good, huh? there are no bit there parts. There are no there right? bit parts. Right. And I didn't understand that until I
0: directed a movie. That's right. And right. I said every single thing, every single person involved in it matters. To the highest level. Yeah. I don't care if you've got a sentence. Uh, yeah. Because when you're sitting there for that hour and a half and you're watching something, if somebody takes you out of that moment, it shakes up your whole yeah. experience.
1: It's so true. It's so true. You know? Um, I don't want to come up with specifics, but I won't say it. All right. Well, you—, well, you were one, gonna- No, one of the ones that, that comes to mind was the movie Other People's Money— Okay, I've heard of it that Danny DeVito Danny was fine Yeah, the gal who played the lead who's a really good actress was just wrong for it and I'm trying to remember who she was you look we'd have to look it up but we, you know we don't need to look it up but anyway she was a rather well known actress at the time and a good one yeah. but was totally miscast for the role see isn't she, that interesting she was totally uh, miscast so it didn't work you know it's amazing but, and that was a huge role though Right. But, you know, and I could be wrong I mean that was my opinion anyway so it's funny because you can see just to put a movie together. Yeah, well, you know, I mean? know better than uh, all of us, sure. But,
0: but I mean, and just to see it work, you know what I mean. So then the next level is, does this thing work? It's like so many decisions were made, and it's almost like it has to be a perfect storm. But you know, there's I think there's I don't know if there's any method to that madness other than it's al- know, it's alchemy, right? It's alchemy. It's alchemy. Hopefully, it'll all come together. It's alchemy, and it all starts on the page, exactly, which well, is. Which is what people forget, you know what yeah. I mean? It all starts, it, it's so ironic that writers kind of get treated like the worst in some weird right. way, like they right. get bullied, right. they get rewritten, right. Right. but you go, does anything happen without good
1: material? You, you,
0: yeah, exactly, They're the, we're in
1: interpretive art, right? Yeah. Actors, you know, not to diminish what we do, but but, but you as a writer, you're a writer well, also. You know, Mike, Mike you, does
2: stand-up too, you know that, I don't know. If yeah, know I heard, yeah. He I come from the stand-up like, up yeah, world. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But also, as a writer, you hear the words, and you hear how you'd like them to be done. Yep. <clears throat> Excuse me. And yeah. then when you, see, when you see some guy, that's not what I wanted, but maybe you have nothing to say about it if you're, especially if you're working with a big studio or an A-list director or something, you know.
0: Have there been times where you've, you've gotten a part, you've worked with a director and a writer, and then they've gotten to know you as a person. They said, you know what, let me, I, you've, got a, you've got your own specific voice. Yeah. Let me do a little pass
1: Well, not not exactly that, but Billy Crystal, when I did Forget Paris, Billy gave me the script, and we'd worked together and done a couple other movies, and he said, Bobby, I don't want to insult you. It was one line in the script, and he said to me, I promise you there'll be more, and he lived up to his word, and it became a fully fleshed character. We did a lot of improvising, and it was a nice role. So that, but he knew, you know, he knew my... Was I that? What,
2: to,
0: but was that probably from him getting to know you a little bit? Yeah, well, we had of? worked
1: together. I mean, we did. Uh, I knew Billy from Soap when okay. he was on Soap. I was a guest star on that. And what else did we do? I yep, saw. Uh, a cu- I, I saw
0: did. a couple actual. You had a little. City couple, slickers, of course. Oh, yeah, I saw did. that movie. But I saw you had a couple. You had a run on a on a soap opera. There was
1: a... I was looking at your IMDB, like Days of, Our, Days of Our, Lives. Our Lives. Yeah, I think I did two of them. Yeah, I yeah guess it was that's, like two or three, yeah. or I thought maybe four. So that's a mini-run.
0: But, uh, you know, is there a favorite style, is there TV,
1: film... What do you like the best for yourself? I kind of like them all. I just did a play, and I just enjoyed the heck out of it. We're trying to resurrect it again in Chicago. Chris saw it, The Alamo. Yeah, it was good. And it was one of the better Mm. things I've done. I got to be the narrator to talk to the audience, break the fourth wall, and step into the action of the play. I love the character. So sometimes it's things that are freshest in your mind. You know, but uh, I would say I, I still love theater. I mean, I, I just it's so is that much fun. You, is that where you started in the theater in New uh, York? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: See, it's so funny that in
1: commercials in New York, right?
0: Because sometimes when you meet a guy who, you know, the average person would be like, "Bobby sounds like he's from the streets in New York," and, and you never and would, is. and he is, but, <laughs> but but you don't necessarily think like. He's put real work into acting, and he's like comes from the theater. You just think like that they pluck a guy off the street who's got some kind of flavor, and they put him in something, but
3: that's not it. He's
2: a thespian. He's
1: official.
3: But what was it like working with like guys like Bruce Willis and like Die Hard and Total Recall with Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yeah, I had a good time. Yeah, all those stuff with Arnold. Yeah, it was great. Arnold, you know, Robert. (laughs) Like to this day, I still remember your line in Die Hard. It's like one of the most quotable lines ever. You're like, you're like, Which one is that? You're like, Merry Christmas, asshole. Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> I didn't say asshole, did I? I think you, that was your line.
0: Dave probably
1: knows. Steve no, I don't. You sure, Dave? I think <laughs> Dave's
0: got one I job, and that is up, to Dave. find your dialogue and all your, <laughs> and all <laughs> because your can, you're right No, I second. don't think
1: I said that. I'd almost mis- bet you on that. Oh, uh, 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 Merry Christmas, pal, I think I said. I, I think, think he's right. right. I think, that I think I'm right. You know, we've worked together a couple of times now.
0: What, that, have that, you? That, yeah. yeah, a couple. That I play I play bit.
2: his son in every everything. So it's it's uh it's not a lot of uh, I don't have to reach too far. But no, uh, we did like this Indian movie uh, in.
1: They didn't finish it though. This so is was, the weirdest story. So of oh, this you, movie, know, you jump in whenever. Yeah, yeah, but on. I got I got cast to do a, a a movie. When you say India, of course we're politically correct. We don't yeah. mean Native American. We mean India, India. Yeah, yeah. and, well, and the guy, his name is Kamala San.
2: Right, he's, he's like right. The, they say he's like the Tom Hanks like in India, Tom Hanks of India. There's always a Tom he, Hanks of another country. Always a
1: <laughs> so he cast me to do this. It was like a nice three week gig. It was, I guess, it was like a Peter Sellers kind of a, a show. That kind it of it was kind of, kind of it was like slapstick, like Leslie Nielsen, very you know. funny. And he and uh, what we found out, you have to do it in all these different dialects, and we we just kept speaking English. So I suggested Chris, and he really got it on his own. He sent in. Well, the thing,
2: the guy, so the guy who was going to play son, he got something else. So he, they, you know, they had to get somebody else in a short time. I was like, yeah. So I sent my resume, whatever,
1: which isn't uh, that deep, but you know, got me. in. You're being too modest because they like what he did, and truthfully, he worked like six or seven days. I worked two days, and they were really happy with him. Then what happened was besides writing this and producing it and starring in it, he now was directing it because the director got sick. So we decided to stop production and shoot the rest of it in India after about a maybe a two-month hiatus. This is the world's longest drop in pickup. In July (laughs) of 2016, Chris, they're really happy with him. We all got our passports renewed. We were ready to go to India. And... um, he joined Sag and you know my agent picked him up he liked what he did and then they we'd never gone back now we don't know if no, they it's it's over finished I mean, if, his, if, it, if it came back what from happened America. was Hassan Hassan had an accident in his home he was laid up for at least 6 7 months he fell down a flight of stairs Jesus. i think his wife left him his wow. brother who was the uh uh other financier on the job died so it was, Sometimes the project can just be yeah, cursed. Yeah. So don't worry, Chris. No, I'm used to it. Yeah, yeah. No, this it cool. is a good sign. Yeah, yeah. No, it's a good sign.
2: experience. Yeah, yeah. We done. We did some other like short thing, and then uh, I'm we did to think that what thing else. with Chris. What was that? Called? Yeah, that was a uh, um, poned. Right. Pwned?
1: You talking about Chris? Who's no, Chris? Uh, uh, Chris uh, the uh, Catone. Chris Catone. John oh, yeah, Debrae, yeah, yeah friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that was that was. Fun. Yeah, I suddenly
2: see that. That's called. Uh, yeah, they show that
1: at festivals uh, and all. I can't think. I can't name. remember the name. Who knows?
0: Did you want Chris
1: to go in the? Was it? Did you care if he went in the business? Did I'm you? glad he did in a way because I think it's in his blood. I think it's in him. He, you know, he's got uh, he's got chops and he's funny and uh, I think he wants to do it and he's studying a lot now and. As a a Meisner nut, man. Technique nut, man.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, but for real, though, is there, is there a, as a, for father-son moments, is there that moment where you go, you know what, for so damn long, I, you know, it's a struggle, or sometimes it's feast and famine. I don't want my boy going through this. Or is it like, Chris, you better have a damn passion for this yeah. because yeah. this is like, it's not a joke. Yeah. Yeah, there's no yeah. just right,
1: like right. a... Well, it sounded like he was going to medical school and decided to <laughs> drop out and become an actor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it was like...
0: Yeah,
1: you know, I didn't, yeah, you know, I I didn't know,
3: turn down uh, any big jobs. What was it like, like growing up in the environment? Like, obviously, with your dad being in the industry, like, what was it? Just like growing up in Hollywood.
2: Well, it was cool. You know, I'll say this: I think he, I think the only thing is he made it look really easy. Like, I'm, you know, as a kid, you grow up and you're going to set with him, and he's, you know, bullshitting everybody. You got a trailer, you know, you're eating craft service. Like, man, this is the greatest thing on earth. But you don't, you know, you know, you later find out it's not, you know, that easy to just get get into the industry. And you know, you got to work hard and you got to get lucky a little bit too. But um, yeah, it was cool. I mean, it was cool to meet certain people like I met a lot of celebrities when I was young and stuff like that like you know we used to go to Danny DeVito's house for 4th of July I don't know then we started going to our block party we blew that
1: we used to go to that all the time Yeah. But it was cool. It was cool. And then we did a movie where they they were they were actually like my sons in the movie at the end, Danny yeah, I mean, yeah, and Chris. That, that was just like actually did a movie called With Friends Like These, which uh, yeah. was sort of my was kind of autobiographical. My friend wrote and directed it. Penny Marshall produced it. Real proud of that. Nice. We got screwed around by lawyers and whatever, and it never made it to the big screen. We wound up getting sold to Stars Encore. You know those That's a good movie stories. That's I know a the horse. I'm living yeah. through one. Yeah. Oh, you got one now. I got then. a, a horse You already store. put it in the can, and it's everything? in the can. It's probably never going to come out
0: because mm-hmm. of some lawyers, some litigation going on. It was, yeah, you, know, you, stuff. you pour your heart into you put something. Put your blood
1: into it. You know.
0: When you put your blood into something, I'm at least I'm just, and I'm you know I haven't been in the game as long as you, but I mean I'm starting to learn the the mental torture that you can put yourself through. You got to just do your best. Let it go. Because otherwise, if you hang on to it- you're smart.
1: You're creating your own stuff all the time.
0: I am. Because I got Wish that I Detroit that. I got that yeah. Detroit eight-mile mentality yeah. where I feel like I could go broke at any moment yeah. all the time. <laughs> yeah. My dad was always scared. You know what I mean? Like he just- we were
1: in the What did sc- your dad do? Scrap metal. He was a scrap peddler. Oh, like Charlie Goober. Yeah. Yeah. But Charlie's like a wealthy. I don't well, know if your dad did. Your my dad, dad, dad was, sounds like you went in and out of- My dad started literally as a peddler. You know what I mean? He had a dump truck. He would like pedal. Kirk Douglas's father, right? The ragman's son. Kind of like a ragman. You know what I mean? But yeah.
0: the last seven, eight years, he made a good amount of money for himself. And unfortunately, he passed away young and didn't oh. get to enjoy it. But oh, it's, 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 yeah. a, it's, a, it's a blue-collar business. I come from the blue-collar world, you know? It's kind of like New York, but Detroit's got yeah. its own personality. Yeah.
1: Detroit, I mean, I, I think I did a commercial there once. Yeah. A short time. Never went back. Out. Haven't been back. I'd like to. It. It's got a. Detroit's got a thing, man. It's, it's got a thing that downtown is picking up. Wow, yeah, right? yeah. I see. I see. I
0: have a quite. Okay, so sure. I know you, you did NYPD. Um, NYPD Blue. The first year. Okay. Yeah. So that to me was the transition period in television. It was going to lead us into what was probably like the best That's golden age. I
1: think you're right of television. And then that, and that, that actually gave, spawned the whole maybe Netflix era and all the. You know, the edgy stuff that you now see, right? Exactly. You know yeah.
0: the, it, the, it, it, it spawned things like The Wire. It right, spawned things like Sopranos. Right, right. It spawned,
1: you know, it spawned edgy, dramatic television. If you great remember, writing. one of the things there was Dennis Franz played the right wing cop, and Sharon Lawrence, who's gone on to do really well, yep. Sharon was a guest star and Botch, and uh, David uh, Milch had the idea later on to put the two of them together. They fell in love and got married. Yeah. But at the time, they were total adversaries. She was an ACLU lawyer. And at one point, he says, and it was an act break, and we shot it on the steps of New York. He said, uh, she said, habeas something in Latin, you know, habeas corpus something. And he goes... Habeas this you prissy little bitch, and he grabbed this. <laughs> he grabbed himself right by. He grabbed this. got junk. Package is yeah. junk, right? We could talk like that, mm-hmm. right? Really. And uh, what they did was they the the network cropped it where you, his hand went below the frame line, but everyone got the message, and that yeah. was a big thing. It was a controversial point, but it, people started talking about it, and that that. that that was a big that ushered in a big thing. I mean, I I remember seeing Presley where they couldn't show him gyrating on Ed Sullivan yeah. years ago. Oh wow! You know, well, the, the world has changed. And then Fran, and, and then Don, Dennis
0: Franz, they showed his ass in the shower. Then it, you remember there was like the, that was like another big
1: then, moment yeah, in the show. Yeah, and but, then I got shot in my ass in that too. Did you? I <laughs> shot him in his ass. I'm sorry. Yeah, I get that mixed up all the time. They showed my ass in City Slickers. When right. you. <laughs> but, but going back to the, those times, did you realize at the moment that you were
0: kind of, you were living in this quality writing? Did you remember? Oh, yeah. Look, do you remember oh, looking yeah. at those scripts going, damn, Street, this feels no, like that, a movie. That,
1: that was the best television I had to offer back then. David Milch came over to me, and he's a brilliant writer, David brilliant. Milch. Incredible. You know him. Yeah, I, mean, I know who he is. And man. he goes, hey, Costanza, come in. He shows me this beautiful white script with the embossed badge on it, like a raised NYPD blue badge. So he said, pick a part. I go, pick a part? Wow, that's all right. So I go <laughs> through, you know, actors. I go, shh. shh. I like that uh, alcoholic uh, detective. He goes, "A sip He goes, sip what's that one's taken. Of oh, course, that yeah. one's a friend's. I said, wow. thanks a lot, pal. You know? Wow, but I, man. But I did get uh, The Other World, Giardella, which was se- uh, seven episodes and out. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of my life story of my life. Seven and I out. It's going to be the name seven of your and book. Out. There you go. <laughs> seven and out. That's You're good. welcome. Seven, seven and out. I love it, seven Mikey. And oh, and All right, wow. All right. I like that. Seven and out. Get the IPO going, Stock Tip, on Absolutely. that one. Absolutely. Make some but, calls uh, to some literary seven agents. Seven and out. That's that's funny. But I, I did Charlie Grace with Mark Harmon. We did... We did seven or eight and out, yeah. and then he did, uh, which is still on the air, NCIS. It's in its, in its 14th year. What a career that guy's had. Wow, Mark that's great. Mark's a great guy, too. Oh, what a sweetheart. I mean, it's turned
3: into, like, different locations. They have, like, seven different NCISs now. Yeah,
1: right. I know. It's a, it's a world of initials. CSIs, NCISs, yeah, DNAs, <laughs> IPOs, yeah. LOLs, IG. OMGs. Ah, I go <laughs> you know more than me about these, these <laughs> hashtags.
0: I do a lot of crossword puzzles. I actually... Actually met with Anthony Zeicher who created CSI you know he was an interesting oh, yeah, guy yeah, yeah. and I think I, I th- wait I don't want to misspeak is it CSI that he created we looked at Anthony Zeiker. I think it was it was the CSI
1: franchise yeah but my- I did CSI New York I know I did a guest shot on that that was with Gary Sinise yeah there's been other great ones actor now. yeah there's been other ones CSI L A. Miami LA and- I can't
0: see that. What does it say? <laughs> yeah.
3: Anthony Ziker he said? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it CSI. says CSI Crime Scene Investigation
0: from 2000 yeah. to 2015. So he did it for 15 years. So he lived in that, you know, that CSI world. And it was yeah. funny because I met with him about... Remember, I, t- I think I talked to you about Detroit he, in the 70s. How yeah, You did. Yeah. So I wrote this thing in the Detroit in the 70s. And when I met with him, his instinct... Was like, can you make this guy an undercover FBI? And he's in, you know, what I mean? he goes right to like the CSI brain. Yeah, yeah which Miami, my I don't New have York. it. Which I don't have in my brain. Like I don't go there. Yeah, you
1: go satirical I go with, or something. Not satirical, or, but or,
0: just kind of I go. I kind of more go with what I know. So it took me out of my box a little bit. And uh, we. So ended- is that
1: thing gonna happen or?
0: We got you know Eminem, the, the rapper Eminem is you know he's on he's on board as an yeah, Chris executive turned producer. to to him. Man. So I think I don't know if I told you, Chris, no, but so so I wrote this thing Detroit in the '70s. There you've got a New York accent, but I'm bringing you in if it goes down. Oh, I love to but, but, but we'll see what happens with it. We can do it. Detroit. Everybody I met. Detroit's with,
1: like Chicago, right? It opens up a little. Yeah. It does open up. It's called auditioning That's, on the yeah, It does
0: open up. I mean, we had a big Italian community yeah. in Detroit. A yeah. lot went to New York. Some went to Chicago. Some came to L.A., right. yeah. you know. But, but point is, everybody I met with, I, I guess their whole take was, you know, and I was studying, like, soprano scripts, and I was studying, you know, even, even I was looking at the old Hill Street Blues stuff, just
1: the great TV. That was great stuff. I did a three-parter on that. That on got me a lot Blues. of attention, Yeah. What a show. Yeah, it was a great show. I mean, those were the guys. Milch was the main writer yeah. on that, on the one I did particularly. The yeah. Milch, is he still alive? He I, is. He is. did a couple of shows. He did that John in Cincinnati. Cincinnati. He did, of course, Deadwood, which was kind of brilliant. Amazing. Uh, he likes to gamble, and yeah. I heard that he went broke. I don't know <gasps> if that's true. Oh, wow. He's had some medical issues, too, but he's yeah. just such a kind of a, interesting Tell you a funny little side note. When we were doing NYPD Blue, we were shooting in New York, and we were shooting outside Minetta's Tavern. And I used to work across the street as a bartender, right down the street, from Ralph, the cellar. Yeah, Ralph Giganti was a friend of mine, one of the one yeah. the guys. So Ralphie, I see Ralph, and Milch goes, "Oh, you know him because you know he's kind of a famous guy, a young nerdy <clears throat> writer from Dartmouth, fascinated by these guys." So I introduced. Uh, uh milch to uh ralphie yeah it was very funny ralph who's passed on since then but ralph gets me in a headlock and i hung out with him a little bit when i was a young actor and all ralph used to hang out with us even though he was part of that world yeah he always wore his hair long he wore jeans jackets and so he goes to me you look good you fat can we curse yeah of course <laughs> look good you fat fuck <laughs> who are you playing <laughs> i said tell you the truth ralph i'm trying to play you and he gets me in the head like he says, guys like you, they give guys like us a bad name. He's laughing. I said, meet David Milch. It was, That's, that was kind of cool. Isn't it interesting? Bring worlds together, you know. Well,
0: the Hollywood world's always been fascinated by the mob world, mm, you right. know? yeah. They just have. And it's because, the, obviously, the stories and the characters are yeah. incredible. Yeah, And they've,
1: you Our know. Our friend just did Gotti, uh, yeah. Kevin, yeah, which was which deserved a better uh, Faith than it did. It was yeah. not, it was a pretty good movie, and I haven't seen it. And supposedly
0: yeah. the knock was, you know, they tra- they didn't make Gotti look as bad as they could have, or mm, or. Should. Well, I don't you
1: know, know about that. But I don't know. I ha- Travolta did a great job. Oh of yeah, it was good. I like, we yeah, saw yeah, it together? I it was Chris, yeah, I
0: it was pretty good. He's Travolta. He's pretty much an amazing actor. Right. Yeah. Movie yeah. star, yeah. I
1: mean, and plus he brings the charisma. Now Armando Sant is a great actor, and he did a great Gotti on a TV thing, it's but yeah. but he does have more of the bigness of. He was a. Actor in life Gotti. You know, there are people like that. He's very theatrical. Yeah. He knew the camera was watching him. He right. played it up a little, I think. You know, he he was not in the shadows like some of those guys. He, he was out he there. He was out there. And that may have been his undoing, ultimately. You right.
0: Know? When you... So you, when, when he put you in a headlock and guys like you give us a bad name, when you would... For your acting style, you know, I mean, everyone's some study Meisner, some study Stella Adler, some study type method, whatever it is. Would you piece together guys that you know to come up with a character? Oh, absolutely. Is that your yeah. style?
1: I, I would say mostly that. A lot, a lot is people I know. You know, pieces of guys, and that reminds me a little bit of him. You know, the great Robert Duvall says that when when Francis Coppola was talking about the three brothers and the godfather and he went into this whole thing about King Lear with the three daughters and Duval says, I'll do my Duval for you he says, I want to talk to my friend Louis Bruno from uh, Harlem he says, I got, I got Tom Hagen's character <laughs> and, uh, that's Duval and uh, uh, by the way Duval saw me in Hill Street Blues and that's how I got a movie with him in Europe called The Lightship. Wow. With him and Klaus Maria Brandauer, great actor. See, Movie did not turn out as well as we hoped. But let me ask you: So, so Duvall,
0: he would piece together these people. That, and so it's I think Duvall
1: does that too. Although Duvall, I think, some of for acting or for casting it. I'm talking about acting, acting. technique because technique. Yeah, working, uh, which is almost anathema—fancy word to the to the method guys who think you know you got to internalize everything and find we. You know, we use that. You probably do. We think of parallel situations in life. Somebody reminds you of somebody. Exactly. You got to be attracted to a girl. You're not attracted to the actress. You see parts of a girl you found right. attractive. You
0: start to use
1: your imagination. I say because I occasionally even coach actors. I say you con yourself when you act. You bullshit yourself. You at some point believe it. Right, I mean, you don't really, but you do right. because you. If he, I believe it, you believe it, kind of thing. I remember exactly.
2: Chris, Christian Bale said something like, like he, he, like ninety percent of them like believes it. Like if you go one hundred percent and he's playing, you know, uh, American Psycho, he's gonna start killing women. But like you know, <laughs> but like you know, if the ninety percent, you know, that's a pretty. Well, I
1: already he doesn't even deep. break character. Yeah, on yeah, yeah set. I mean, he's, he's extreme. Yeah. But you know what? I mean when you're that good I if you're if you're like mediocre and you act like that you want to smack them on the set Mike. Right. You know? I mean, but first, he really does bring it I've heard stories of him done. like you know
3: like you said he's intense he's very extreme I buy
1: it it's okay I, I think it's weird but I go right. the well, results are there the guy is amazing yeah, it's definitely. funny Leo told me that uh, Leo, oh, DiCaprio, Leo, DiCaprio told me was, that when they were doing he had gangs. dinner with LeBron the other night
0: you heard about it yeah I saw the yeah. pictures yeah yeah, yeah. yeah yeah of course our boy Danny Azek like in the middle of all you're the pictures he's Definitely set that dinner up, but I see. He told me that know, when man. they did Gangs in New York, Daniel Day Lewis was walking. You know, mm. his kill Bill, oh, the Bill, the butcher, Bill the butcher, who fucking was walking around the hotel with a knife. I heard. You know what mean, like, like that looking trailer. psychotic, <laughs> yeah. kind of
1: scaring Leo. Like, yo, man, you're kind of maybe <laughs> get
2: off the hallway. Like, get out <laughs> yeah. of the hallway, bro.
1: You, Stay in your trailer, man. You These know, Brits. That we always thought of them as different. They were anti-method, right? The old days, Olivier, John Gilgood. Right before you guys, Olivier would say, "You know, say what are you working on? What are you thinking about?" It's a great story when he was doing Beckett with Anthony Quinn, in New York, big production, opening night, and Anthony Quinn says, "I feel we're in the uh, we're upstage more. There's more action below us." But he's got a I'm oh, we did it, it again.
0: The Costanzo's okay. phone.
1: You know, he got one of these old phones. I don't know nanny? how to turn it off. Oh. Oh, yeah, I know how to turn it off. Yeah, you can turn it off. Okay. But uh, he was doing uh, Beckett, and he had a big monologue coming up, Quinn. Uh, Olivier. Yeah. And all of a sudden, Quinn feels his tugging, and he goes, goes, and Olivier goes, "Uh, where can you get a good British ale around here now, Tony? (laughs) So, you know, Olivier was just so trained and so much with technique. But now that some of these Brits are... Going they really explore, more, get internal, live the part for months, don't wash, or, you know, go through the streets like psychos, whatever. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you can see the different. You can see the yeah. transition in yeah. film acting. Yeah. Yeah. From,
0: you look at the 40s and the 50s. Yeah. Hey,
1: guy, where are you yeah. going? Yeah. Hey, yeah. Little,
0: hey, gal. Yeah. Everything's kind of
1: on the surface. Yeah. And so whoever, I don't know. You, know, you can't imitate uh, actors anymore because then everybody, you know, right. sort of immerses themselves into another guy or whatever. You know, Dave Cagney, you know, or, uh, you know, Eddie G and, and, and Bogart and Chris Walken you can imitate now. Right. Some guys you are just a good. good Chris Walken, aren't you? No. <laughs> 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 No, I was going to ask
3: you, who is your favorite um, actor or actress that you've worked with? Like, Is there anybody that stands out above the rest? I
1: like Duvala a lot. I work with Anne Bancroft. I played her husband in Fatso. That was an experience. She's intense. She was great. She reminded me of my aunts and some of the people I grew up with. Uh, Dave DeVito we had a lot of fun with. Yeah, some of those guys. Yeah. Sometimes
0: when you meet sometimes are you, are you meeting them for the first time on yeah, uh, at the table yeah, read or true. on set yeah, yeah. have you ever done a, a, a film where you the first time you meet them is
1: yeah. on set Yeah, yeah. and it's like M- you got to be so yeah. Indie, yeah. ready for your character yeah, you got to yeah. be so ready for yeah. theirs yeah yeah, yeah. i and always yeah. bang go i don't get too nervous or intimidated though no, i don't not. know what it is i think it comes from my father you know i don't just, know where he has
2: no uh I don't something. know, he's not afraid of, of it, or I yeah. should say afraid, but he has no qualms about, you know, making himself comfortable. Your Usually. dad is yeah. very,
0: seems very comfortable in his own
2: skin. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It's a good quality. Man.
1: Perhaps too comfortable. I get Chris and Danny well, nervous yeah, yeah. Sometimes. sometimes. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm
2: <laughs> on constant watch, you know, like offending somebody or something. So
1: that's probably coming from New York,
2: you know. Can, you, part can,
1: you, can you relate any of the stories? That, uh, oh,
2: yeah. Well, know. no, like, you know, we'll, we'll go, like for some reason he always wants to guess, like we'll see an Asian person, he always wants to guess. And be like, he'll, what are yeah. be like, hey, oh, so what are you Chinese? No, actually, I'm Japanese. And he has no way of detecting whether or not, like, he never got one right. So I I'm like, what's to be gained by this? Like, what are you? What are you trying to? Oh, uh, I'm from Finland. No, I didn't get like, that. If you're right, you're right. But if you're wrong, you look like a jackass. And so you don't
1: like Senor. You feel like well, you positions. know that a bus boy sometimes
2: he'll be like Senor. You know, I'm like, that's the only Spanish word you know. You know what I mean? Don't act like you know Spanish.
0: Yo, he's a he's an analog man living in the digital right, world. Right, exactly, yeah.
1: exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. He's old school. That could be the first chapter after chapter uh, seven one. and out. Yeah. An analog man and. I think I took uh, that my, line my a joke. Song. Yeah, I used to. <laughs> that is, that's. I think that's I don't song. have a website. I'm afraid of spiders. You know, yeah. <laughs>
2: I, it's the I used to work in '96. I don't know. Um,
1: were so, you? Yeah. Where
2: are you studying now? You're with a good. You like your teacher?
0: Yeah. I never knew if Chris was serious, because he was always light-hearted. Serious. serious. I'm getting He's serious. Behind, back so. behind the bar, he just wasn't talking a lot. He was kind of, every now and then on karaoke night, he'd pop up I'll and do always, a great I'll rap do, song.
1: always doing a nice oh, yeah, rap Well, that's and what and I forth. wanted to do at first, you know. When I'll I say this. I hope I don't embarrass him. If he becomes a little bit more like me and just doesn't give a fuck, yeah, you'll be better. I'm already embarrassed, man. No, but isn't that funny? No, but that's no, but all right. You know what? He's different. It's like me... I came with that personality in a way. It's People said, "What do you do at auditions? You can't do what I do. I can get away with shit that you can't because that ain't you, and it doesn't smell right." You know what I mean, Mike? You can You're smell fake actors, of course. You smell you know, fake in a yeah, and so some guys. I if if you got that kind of intensity and you want to go in and give the stare and that'll work maybe for you.
0: No, you come in full bodied.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'll do something like. Uh, you know, I'll do it. I'll go. Uh, look, that's as good as it gets. Now you're gonna fuck up got, and hire. Yeah, I gotta uh, tell. I gotta tell uh, this Jan Michael story. Michael Vincent for this. I, I'll do shit like that it's sometimes. I, about, you know,
2: I gotta tell this story. I love because J- I always think about Jay Seals telling it because he he tells it funny. Uh, oh yeah, tell him with Jay. Yeah, he takes uh, his friend Carmine, who's like doesn't drive. He drives him to an audition, and. Uh, the casting woman Jenny We know Jenny too But he, he was She goes You know Bobby you're not, you, know, you might be right for this If you want to read for it Because he was just Taking him like a friend Taking him to Somewhere to go And he goes yeah, Carmine I, was taking you to. Have, no no was no, no. He, he was, sorry, he he was taking drugs. Carmine okay. And uh, so he, she's like Bobby you know If you want to read for this you know. So, so he gets in And he goes Yeah you know, uh, you know I'm really here for my friend Carmine But uh, you know I hope he gets it But if he doesn't get it You know I can't really do anything Wednesday I got poker And uh, you know Thursday I'm doing this But uh, you know I'll see how, And he ended up getting a, getting a part That's how Isn't it that is crazy? man
0: what is that not give a fuck and you get parts it's and important
2: it's, it's important
0: but it's human nature it's something in the human condition where people go oh he doesn't want me oh, I gotta yeah, want him yeah, yeah. it's a relationship thing it's almost like it's in our DNA
2: yeah, we're wired like yeah, that yeah, yeah but yeah. it's really if you could go in and really not like care about it that's really the best but, I mean care care, yeah. I mean, care within it but I mean like not care like and you know as right. a
1: director producer when you read people you like the fact that people are comfortable in who they are because you say you know, even if somebody's talented, they may not have, they may lose it on the set. For sure. But if somebody comes into a strange group of five or six people, I mean, the other day, right here in the Valley, I read for Victor Victoria, and, and I sang, which I'm <clears throat> dying to do more of, not, you never know, mind my voice now, but, and I knocked it out of the park, and I was comfortable. I didn't get it because of my age, but, That's great, though. But, but I insane. knew, they knew that I was, you know, perfect. Yeah. Casting director loved me. People felt I was too old. I mean, so. you have to be tough in the business because
3: they said you have to be comfortable with rejection. So you're no after no after no, and then after the 10th time, you'll get the part.
1: Yeah, so. and, I, and I've been depressed after not getting a big one, but you forget about it in a day or two. Otherwise, you're not going to survive. You know, it's tough. It's such a Cause re- it's a rejection of you. Yeah. It ain't a rejection of this, you know, Xerox product or something. Right, it's you. True. You are the, the person. It's right. like you ain't good enough. That well, other guy is you got to get that out
0: yeah, of you got to get that
1: out of your head got to get that out of your
0: because you you're just putting a, you're just putting the pieces of a puzzle together yeah. and it's you know it's hard to not take it for pro- I knew early on for at least for me because I started in stand up I'd go on auditions I was not a good auditioner I didn't have any real schooling I didn't really have a mentor to really tell me what was going on. I just knew early on oh i better figure out a way to like write my own stuff and try to be entrepreneurial because i am not going to get parts through this process of auditioning but you know you come from the theater
1: you come from you know the new york background took me a you while know. yeah i was you know a little tight at the beginning i'm not going to say that i just was uh you know but i but i learned to uh be comfortable in who i am and uh just try to bring that across in in the work and a lot of the roles i played accommodated that and fit that so that made it uh, do you think there's any you think there's any better way to do
0: this than the auditioning process like to
1: what I I don't like today is you're always on tape I mean I love the old days where the producer and director were there because then they would feel my personality
2: yeah now you gotta know how to operate freaking equipment yeah Yeah. Yeah. not not like it's that hard but (laughs) right I like never. A, oh, you mean when self? Like, yeah, you self like, oh my it. friend, come over. Let me get this screen back here. And, no, you know, no. But I it.
1: even mean when you go into a casting office oh. and they put it on tape for a producer or a director. I hate that. I sometimes the, the directors are there, but not as not much
0: anymore. Yeah. It's funny because in New York, I noticed when we casted uh, even my man is a loser. You know, every actor was solid in New York. Like the, it's like a work ethic thing. Everybody yeah. in New York came in. There was no weak link. It wasn't like sometimes in LA, you'll get like a model who just kind of likes acting, and then like, you know, the dude who's like super good looking but kind of is into acting. New York, it was fucking business. And it was yeah. a pleasure for me to sit across from all these actors, and I was casting out of the room. You cast it all out of New York? Then? Out of, uh, Except for, you know, I had Rappaport, who I've met here, and then Stamos. Oh,
1: Rappaport's in your movie. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, and Stamos I met here in Although LA. Well,
1: he is a New York guy, Michael, of course. Yeah, yeah. big
0: time. And I was already a fan. Yeah. Yeah. So so we had lunch one time and I was like, listen, bro, you don't have. There's no auditioning. I, if you, I'm a fan. So he if he was the lead in that, he plays one of the leads. There's like it's like a ensemble piece. Three dudes. Rappaport, yeah. yeah. Rappaport, Stamos, and this comedian named Brian Callen, who's his F- his full guy. length. Oh, I love full Brian. length. It's a great yeah, movie. feature. It's a feature. Dude, he's yeah, like Lionsgate. Picked he's up. like my Hour favorite. And a half. Oh yeah, you can yeah. Get it on iTunes. I think you'll enjoy it. It's really good. It's, it's comedy. Good.
2: And it's called my
0: that. man is a loser. I think Sealsy's in that
2: too. Right? Yeah, Seal's, oh, yeah, Seals in, is with, is in it. He,
3: yeah. he fights with Stamos in it.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm opposite. trying to think I one. love do Brian Callen such a killer stand up, isn't he? He is a killer. He's a killer. dude. Every time I've seen him.
0: Yo, it's so funny because he was he's a stand up. I had never really watched his acting, but he's like this very specific type character on stage. And I had written this character and I was like and I was on the road with Callen. And I was like, Brian, this is going to sound crazy, man, but like, you're kind of perfect for this movie. And he's like, yeah, everybody's got a movie. You're not going to do a movie. <laughs> who does a movie? I'm like, I'm telling you, bro, I think these guys are going to actually fi- finance a movie. Long story short, he read it. He dug it. He was like, I'll read for it. I, I-, 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 I was like, no, you are this guy. Boom! And I casted Brian Callen
1: in a big role. For some role. reason, I was thinking of: hey, Is Hader a stand-up? Does he come from stand-up? No, no he comes him? from improv. Yeah, he's more improv. Well, he's yeah. good too. Oh, he's great. Yeah, he's really good. I heard this new show he got nominated for. It. Yeah, what, which one, Barry? That's a, yeah, it's yeah. a good show. I gotta watch it. Yo, that. I gotta watch it. I gotta again. watch that. I only too. saw one episode. you were crazy about it, sounds like.
0: I wasn't. Okay. But did you see it or you on, didn't?
1: No, I haven't. But people have been telling me it's oh, wonderful. a few episodes. I like it's it. It's about an actor who. Oh no! A gangster who goes. Oh, no, he's like a hitman. Witness man. protection, so and he decides he falls in love with being an actor. Yeah, he so. kind of yeah. is
2: going to kill this. I, I only saw the first few, but he's going to kill this guy who goes to his acting class, and they call him on stage somehow, and he's like, "Oh, this is cool." And so I guess he starts doing that. I haven't seen yeah. the rest of it because
3: he goes there, he gets a compliment, and he goes from that to thinking he's like this great actor, and then he just falls in love so that he with it. Goes every week, right. and in every episode, they're like, "You need to stop this acting stuff." And he's like, "No, I love it." Right. Yeah,
0: but my question is, what in the show? Was he a hitman? Yes. That yeah, was, yeah, that was, he was how it was. starts,
3: yeah. Yeah, he's like a really, really advanced, really good hitman. He's like one of those, he gets hired by everybody. All right.
0: Okay. But he goes, he goes underground, witness
1: protection. Yeah,
0: yeah. Right? It's funny. the, the uh, Witness protection is what, what a stand-up guy was. My, the movie A Stand-Up Guy that I did. Was, oh, yeah, yeah. I saw yeah. that. Based on the guy who goes into witness protection and does stand-up, ends up becoming accidentally famous. Uh, who play, always, who I,
1: plays I, that role?
0: Danny A., he plays
1: I don't
2: think I play basketball. In some... I don't think you know Danny. Yet. He's um. a friend of ours, New York guy, Brooklyn. Did he guy. hung
1: out in? Uh, did he hang out in Gold sometimes?
2: Yeah, uh, he's been
1: sometimes, there a few yeah. times.
0: You probably, but you never met him. He was living no. in New York most of the time. But uh, yeah, he's in it. But I, I always had this weird thought of like, you know, being from Detroit. I was always like, if I ever had to go into witness protection. You'd, you'd, would I just stop being funny? So that was the impetus. That was the premise, yeah. Yeah, that was where it came from. <laughs> uh, well. Growing up in New York with all these street guys, I mean, you're friends with Ralph Giganti. Is, is that Vinny the Chin's brother? Or is that his cousin? Or yeah.
1: Is, yeah, yeah. Can we say that on the air? Who yeah, knows? The, we'll the, find out. Now, yeah, fine. I'm just saying, those, these guys are famous. Are well, I used to make the joke, out here when you're talking at a normal pitch in your voice, out here, and you say, Vincent Giganti, Carlo Gambino. <sighs> In New York, you could say Carlo Gambino, Vince Giganti, but in New York, you go Steven Spielberg, <laughs> Marty That's very interesting. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, uh, I got a chance to do some research on the garment industry. when, Which
1: is where I started. In the garment industry? Yeah. yeah. So that's the, how I became an actor, actually, through
2: through, through garments. He put on a magical garment.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When your dad came home, he's like,
0: this dress is phenomenal. This wow, material. I could be a
1: transvestite. Yeah. Uh, the schmack, the business, they call it. I thought you brought that up to make me start talking about. It. Go ahead, you. No, go. No, no, but okay,
0: no, go, 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 I'm gonna go I'm gonna lead you into side. this because yeah. Well, the next thing I'm tra- we're doing is I talked to you about this. Oh, that's it about the garment industry. Yes. So you mentioned Carlo Gambino. Yeah, yeah. But I, yeah. I I toured his office and I toured the garment district because I was doing research to write on the another mob
1: project. in the garment. Yes, right, right.
0: And it's based on a real guy. Yeah. But he was a Jewish guy. Did you know Sid Lieberman? He'd have been around your no, age, no. so his name was Sid Lieberman. But he was a Jewish guy, and he was running the garment center for, for the, mob. the mob.
1: He was the face. I think the garment center was the Gambinos. It because was because some of the Gambino relatives were mentioned. Exactly. So they not that we're saying we know that we don't
0: a, know what we they don't own. know that to be a fact. <laughs> I don't know but nothing. They own, but they basically they owned the trucking <laughs> company. I think it was a Consolidated Trucking yeah, was yeah. the company. They owned all the trucks and the routes. And they had this guy. They were hard
1: workers. They hard developed workers. these things. It's just, you know.
0: But, so wait, you, you were you were a
1: kid? I, when I got out there? of college, I went to St. Francis College. I had a degree in business. I wound up in textiles. I wound up for, with a company called Duplan. In your which, 20s? I'm in my 20s now. This is in the 70s, 80s. Duplan was uh, in texturized yarn, they call it. Actually, in the 70s. It came out here in 77. So du- Duplan... That was like a hot thing in textiles. Anyway, long story short, I go to the sales meeting. We have a choice of either hunting or golfing. This leads up to how I became an actor, believe it or not. So I decided to go hunting. Now I'm an avid golfer, but I never hunted. It sounded good. I didn't golf then. So we went quail hunting, and I shot... Five quail on the ground. Decidedly not what you're supposed to do. I was with this good old boy. And he's going, you Yankee boss can't shoot worth the shit, Bobby. And I go, shut up. I'm going to shoot you. Long story short, I killed the, <laughs> the quail on the ground. That night, they gave me an Audubon Society Award at the sales meeting. For all the dead, and I sort of, dead quails? Or? For the dead quail. Oh. You know, for shooting them on the ground. It's not a very good sport. Nah. <laughs> so they I, I sort of topped everybody. I made fun of them. They tried to roast me. I also wrote a little play about the company that was kind of funny, inside stuff. Long story short, I come home with Bob Levinson, chairman of the board of Duplan. Very impressive guy. He lived on 85th and Park. I think he was married to one of the Lehman brothers. He said, I I was in his limo. He dropped me off. He was going up to 85th and Park. He dropped me off on Times Square. And he goes, Costanza, you're very funny. Have you ever thought about show business? And that gave me the impetus two days later to get off the train and go to the Strasburg Institute and enroll in a class. Wow. Not saying it would not have happened anyway, but that's... that's the I was moment. thinking of putting a one-man show together, and that would be my opening thing. I was going to go quail hunting. Now, what the fuck is quail hunting? I have to do with acting. Funny you should ask and go into it. Have you yeah. ever written a one, any kind of one-man show for yourself? No, no, but that would be my idea. Maybe you and I should collaborate. You're I good at that. I love that. I love that. Yes, yeah. yeah. uh, You know what I mean? Know, you and just then my start fir- telling my, f- my first story I told you, when I the first scene I ever did at Strasbourg... At the Institute, not not the Actor's Studio, but the Institute for the Beginning Actors. Yep. My first scene, I'm doing the scene in, from uh, uh, The Rainmaker, a scene I'm totally wrong for. I'm playing the Burt Reynolds role. I'm, w- I'm working with an actress who I cannot make laugh and I'm nervous as shit. I'm in the bathroom putting on my Burt Lancaster outfit and who's ever in the bathroom I'm going oh I don't know who's in there but I know what to use for my next sharp smell exercise. In a method we would use sensory method we would do smells we would do sounds we would do like voices all kind of stuff. Who comes out? Lee Strasberg himself. Oh shit. Never mind the sharp smell make sure you clean your hands and turn out the lights and I'm like I'm comatose now, and I got to go do the scene with this actress who I couldn't make laugh. Who's a foot taller than me? I had to kiss her. It was a mess. I missed her lips. A disaster. <laughs> My first scene. Wait, was is that is that Strasberg's method? The uh, was smell the coffee. Well, put it, that's, that's, that's it part of it. I mean, it's a whole thing. It came from Russia. It was it was brought here by Stanislavski. I mean, Strasberg went there. Stella Adler went there, and they studied. You know, the magic. A lot of it is is different ways of saying some of the same things, but they do work a lot on affective memories. Actually, going back to your childhood, smells. um, To put you in a mood. To put you in a mood, to to get you to be in that mood where you're responding to whatever. Maybe somebody who terrified you. And if you could get there, I mean, to where you're that terrified. And there are some, you know proponents of the method i mean my favorite actor al pacino is pretty much a method actor al gets into places and it's got to be somewhat because of that so even though i make fun sometimes of the method it's it's for real like a lot of things you were uncredited on dog day afternoon i saw that on your
0: imdb page i don't know if you've
1: yeah well I I i was an extra in it okay but I got lucky. They did a thing on movies of the '70s, and I got I got a residual for it, even <laughs> don't though I'm tell not them, spa- I'm them, not yeah. on the roll. You know, you got to be on the roll to pay the residuals. Did you know about Pacino then? Because he was fairly new in that. Uh, well, that we knew time. about him. He was still, you know, he had done Panic and Needle Park. He didn't and, do uh, Godfather kind of, yet. We didn't bother with him though. He was very. You talked about him. <clears throat> John Cassavetes was great. We talked oh to man. John Al's great, but Al was like, you know, you don't go near Al. I mean, right? You know. What an actor, man. Oh, Pacino. I mean, I used to argue with Duval, Pacino, and De Niro. You know, we would, we but Duval was more of a De Niro guy, and I was more of a Pacino guy.
0: Really? That's funny
1: because it's like, it's a, who's the who's, the, who's the goat? We'd be like, yeah, like Le- is LeBron or Michael yeah, yeah, yeah. Jordan? You know what I mean? Who, the same. goat is the greatest of all time. A goat to me was always. It used, it used to be like
2: you screwed up the yeah. game, like you missed a foul shot, right? You were the goat. Right. right. And now it's like the. Who do you acronym. think is
1: the greatest of all time? One of those two? Uh, they're, they're top five. You know what I mean? Gotta be. Uh, Isn't there any? Brando. Only... You know what I mean? Oh, I thought you meant ball players. Uh, oh, basketball. that's a... Oh, actors. Oh, yeah. Oh, Pacino and
2: De Niro, right. Yeah, actors right, is more yeah. probably, uh, you can see so like more of an opinion. I mean, no, I guess they're both opinions. No, no, you're basketball, right. Basketball, you know, you got some stats. You're right, it's to back styles of, the, of Academy Award's not a stat to win because that's like such a, you know.
1: That's, For that's actors, so much can't deny Brando. That's why Brando yeah, maybe. Right.
0: Brando was, what, what, what was it about Brando that made him so dead? Was it the moment, moment, so, yeah, so moment real, to never moment that's so Yeah, moment to moment. He
1: was also fabulous looking yeah, he before he handsome, became right. essentially... Oh
0: well. <laughs> Before he ate the old Brando.
1: Yeah. But I mean <laughs> he you know, we all idolized him. You know, he had those moments and he was so uh, yeah. he was romantic, he was dangerous, he was but he was really vulnerable and yeah. you know, a great actor I think uh, has to have all that. Sensitivity. Yeah. You know what I mean? Don't know what he's
0: gonna do. What am I gonna do next? You know? I yeah. just watched it last night, man. Uh which the Godfather? Godfather? Oh yeah, it's, a long it's just movie. like a damn perfect movie to me. Yeah,
1: I, how do you feel about? Yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Did you love it? Yeah, I like Godfather best, better than two. I think, right? Yeah, one. Yeah, a lot of people like two. You just watch that thing, and you always hear these stories about like
0: Coppola and his like giant notebook of like detail. Like I want the forks. Mm, to be I was like an this. extra
1: on two, and that was kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Francis comes to work with this big coat. It was huge. And he had a white coat with, with rings around it, like green, red, yellow, just making him even bigger. Wow, he was, like, you know? tall? What and I you remember do... Fellini, what's that? He's, like, a tall guy? Uh, is not that... so tall, but just big. He was oh, wide. Okay. I think oh. he's lost weight since. Oh, he, oh, okay. So it's like, here I am, man. He wasn't trying to hide. Well, he was... <laughs> he's, he was showing up. But, you know, he, uh, you know, his best work happened early on, and then he sort of stopped, right? That yeah. happens. They dry up creatively, I guess. I think I it happens with stand-up. I think it happens.
0: I think there's just moments. You know what I mean? Like you catch fire for a moment. I had like a it. five-year period where I couldn't write a new joke. Like mm. I was just
1: done. Like I don't know. I, I was like trying. And then all. there's Woody Allen. He just goes and just goes and going. goes yeah, and goes. He like, has writer's block. He's unreal. That's like less than one. Like a of, savant genius Mozart. You know. It's yeah. yeah. you know. yeah. like
3: De Niro went from being a gangster to being very good at comedy. So he
0: transitioned and adapted by his age. And yeah. But he was genius in comedy by playing serious. Like you know what I mean? Right. He, he fit in the mold. It wasn't yeah. like he was trying to be. you trying funny. to analyze this, yeah. You know, it's funny because comedy—you you're funny. You know what I mean? Yeah. You either got funny or you don't have funny. I think I you're agree. right. I agree. I think you're right. You got to think funny. You for life. You just got to yeah. be in you. Yeah. yeah. So there's some actors that just don't have they funny. They don't in have them. funny in them. You know, I did something with uh, and he's a great actor, Aaron Paul, the kid from Breaking Bad. Yeah. Oh, Very yeah, dramatic. Really good. Yeah. Amazingly dramatic. But there were a couple of moments where like comedy was involved in like a yeah, dark, you gotta dark hear comedy. It. You
1: gotta hear the rhythm of it. It's like music. It is like it's yeah. jazz. There's like a way to do a line. There's like really one way to do it a lot of times. The actors don't want to hear that. Don't give me a fucking line reading. Well You always hear you always heard that Life is a series of line readings, you know. If you do it right, it's okay. Exactly. No you- I won't tell I won't tell all the method gurus, you know. Do
0: you have a favorite director? Not to, not just that you've worked with. Ugh. Is there anybody's work you look at and go, man,
1: this guy's got just like a... Is there a favorite Lumet, out Lumet, I wish I worked with him. I like how fast he works. Sidney Lumet, he did Dog Day, and I watched him a little bit. I, I like bought him.
0: his... He has a book He has a book called Movie Making. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That I have. It's supposed to be really good, huh? It's an incredible book. It's just yeah. like... It's almost like a little Bible for yeah. like a checklist. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, did I even yeah. cover that? Did I look at that? He was a master. Yeah, yeah. He was incredible. Yeah, yeah. Chris, where Yo. are you? Are you in class right now? I'm see, in are class. Are you in class? Twice are you taking a week. this seriously? I'm taking this seriously. You know, it, cuz I was worried like you know you're like I know your basketball game right yeah. so we balled against other. I can't each other. I'm, no, I know I'm not going to be in the
2: NBA What he
0: is is he's very athletic he's a natural athlete he could catch throw run kick, pass I could tell
1: Not a great shooter though No I can shoot He yeah. can shoot a little bit he's got a little he does like he likes a little fake is, young, is Mikey good <laughs> Mike's Mike's
2: good. Mike's good Mike's good
1: What's Mike Like a small Mike small forward
2: I remember one game Mike was hitting like a lot of shots like early yeah, it's beginner's luck Let's on that get, you one know, game. Sometimes you, get, you can
1: see one go in, and they all start going. Dave, the Dave knows we got to get stats. Dave. We got to get you Dave play? to the game, though. He oh, keeps wanting yeah, to play. play. I've
3: been trying to get in there. A game that's for how a
1: while. we all met, Dave. Remember when he came in? He bombarded us with stats. <laughs> <laughs> <So> <laughs> who is I, this guy? That's how he became stuck to Dave. Give skeptic- him a Dave. fucking beer. Him, get him out of here. <laughs> yeah,
3: the first time I saw him, we were talking about basketball for like thirty minutes, and you know, I was working for a
1: sports company. So
2: Dave, that's right. Dave, I gotta say, I'm impressed the way you've infiltrated. I should say infiltrated, but the way you've kind of, the way you've kind of like, that's a good word. Kind of infiltrated, yeah, man. You do good, man. You're but on you, look at your uh Mike's eye kick now, man. You're killing it, bro. <laughs> you yeah, he rolled it. in, yeah. You could see him at goal
1: on Connolly's lap. And how many girls, <laughs> and how many girls have have felt the date stock tip Dave sting? And Listen, I'm trying to, to, them, I'm trying to get them.
0: I'm trying to get we gotta get you, you know, we gotta get you busy,
1: yeah. Over work here, working, working progress. It's we'll getting work. better now. You're still working too, though, right? Yeah.
0: Sometimes on the side,
2: yeah. But
1: stock tip oh, oh, to me. Oh, you're not working. You're, you're freelancing.
3: So, so. The, so the company that I was working for, it just like folded.
0: Really? It, it yeah. It didn't fold. The guy went to prison that ran the company. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it unfolded. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't fold. Dave was working for a company, and he's and while you're working for this company, he starts telling me stories about the inner office workings. And he's like, man, I had this account, and the boss came to me. He's like, no, we shouldn't use that account. And went off. Oh,
2: no. No, nah, dude. They oh, got okay. It. They, got they got go it. back okay. and forth. Okay. okay. Yeah. He's Typical got, he's actor. Big ego. Okay. He's
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> Your dad was like, yo, you get my good side? Yeah, you, yeah. You don't,
1: you don't go camera you a, three? The Brando side or the Steiger side?
0: But okay. Dave starts telling me about the boss, keeps coming to him, and Dave's like, yo, I got Rockin' Riley as a client. I got Goal as a client. I got all these great clients. And the boss is like, no, 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 no. Let's just hold off on that. So, you know, me, being from Detroit, I'm like, this guy's trying to not... Like this guy's trying to hide money, not make money. Mm. And next thing you know, six months later, the guy's going to prison. The company falls. It, I smelled it.
3: The left factory wanted to work with them, and they were like, "No, no, we don't do that." And I'm like, "Well, if you compare yourself to Yelp, you got to work with everybody."
0: Yeah, you were, but you were, you know, you're coming out of your naive state. You're, we're putting Dave in the streets. I'm dropping them off in South Central after. Yeah, this. where are you <laughs> from, Reggie? Jersey or Long Island? Orlando, Florida.
2: Yeah, but Orlando. It's Close. You mm-hmm. know what I mean,
0: you grew up in Disney.
3: Disney Land. World.
0: Yeah, yeah Disney. Disney
3: World. Because he was—we were going to buy the, the Snapchat video um, sunglasses just so he can send me out on
1: like little bits on, on the streets so they can see. Dave, what it put Dave in the streets. That would be funny, right? Because you got balls. You will go up with the mic and yeah, you take would. a few smacks off the head from wise guys and stuff, <laughs> and you know, rappers right I, t- I in tinter- had- wives from Atlanta or some shit you <laughs> they remember? had some- what a world we live in I mean it's crazy but- did
0: you know any of the guys on Sopranos that were supposedly really oh. in that world that ended up acting did you, do you oh, know oh those- yeah you know yeah. Guys?
1: oh yeah like uh, well Danny Grimaldi's a very close friend of mine he's a very good actor he's been around forever he finally got a break he played Patsy Parisi oh yeah he played Patsy. the two brothers actually but the one big one was yeah Tony Sirico who's like the real deal in a yeah. way yeah Tony Paulie I've known Tony for years. Have he, you? Yeah, he finally broke through. He was, you was know, he living he, in two?
0: He was living in two yeah,
1: worlds, two worlds, and he was kind of you know on the fringe himself, I guess. Who else did I know? I know a few of the other guys. Pants, but guy, so, well,
2: I mean, he's not a gangster. Who? But
1: Pants. Uh, oh, Joey Panaliano, yeah. thank you. He's amazing. Joey introduced me to my wife. He's a oh, great wow. actor, and uh, he is a great right. actor. Yeah, man. Joey's a great actor. Man, his his. You know, I, I, just to study. And David Proval. No, I, I knew Proval yeah, after yeah, yeah, he's the good. fact.
0: It's so one of the things I'll, I'll do is just like you know I'll, I'll either like pull up a great script and kind of go almost like a workout. I'll yeah. plagiarize it for an uh, yeah, I, yeah. for an hour just to get into the groove of good shit. But I went back and I watched Sopranos from beginning to end, all seasons, every show. Wow. I just let it run for like two weeks with the cursing right, and all show. though. The, oh, everything. Not the clean stuff. No, I yeah. go to HBO Go, There's rewatch the whole thing. But that is, and you know, you like we, like we were talking. I never earlier. did it. I know. I wish I did. But you, yeah. you know, you came from the, the Milches and the guys like that. Yeah. And the writing, well, like and David the, Chase, a great writer. Chase, the storytelling. Shows unbelievable. In yeah. that show, it and, and it's crazy because if you rewatch it, there's not a fucking thing that goes untied. Everything is tied up. Yeah. yeah. If if Christopher mentioned like you know, what s- a shame s-
1: Gandolfini passed.
2: Such away. a shame. But they always... I know what you mean, yeah. Every single they, they'll, thing they'll was come tied back up. to it, yeah, or whatever. Yeah.
1: You know, I and saw they, and him on stage, too. He's a wonderful actor on stage. Uh, so did stage. I. What'd
2: you see him in? God
0: of Carnage. So did I. On Broadway, I saw him, yeah. Okay, I saw him so when saw they him came here. here.
1: Yeah. He had a high-pitched voice a little bit. <laughs>
0: well, he was such so, <laughs> good. That was pretty good. Funny. Well, he's such an interesting dude because I came out here like 18 years ago, but I remember I met like this girl that dated him. And she was like, he's the most charming dude I've ever dated. She's like, this guy's got me wrapped around his finger. And you look at him, he's a big fella, and he was, you know what I mean? But there was something about that guy
1: and that role. Tony Sirico said he was a leader. He really was like their leader. And
2: he's like a great, to me, he's like a great, great actor. Like one of the best actors, actually. Listen, like, I said,
0: you watch that show to me, that's, that's Brando level. All right. To me, I was like, this guy, there's not a
1: fake. And how great moment. was she? Right, right. Edie Falco. Incredible. There's an actress I'm dying to work with. Incredible. Love yeah. to work with her. Let's write a play. Let's get you two up on stage. Oh.
0: No, but she's, she's genius. She's like, uh,
1: yeah. No, Tony. I yeah.
0: mean,
2: <laughs> yeah. Tom. Tom.
1: Who's the, who's the don't, guy? Don't, who, who's don't, don't, don't bullshit somebody else. Yeah, she, was, she hung in there with him. Yeah. It's like an Ann Bancroft, you know, got yeah, that she kind she of managed. power.
0: Let me ask you in your early days, and we won't harp on it too much, but after the schmata business, after you decide to go for it, you get into acting, you're, you're dedicated, where was the moment that you're like, oh, I'm all in? Because there had to be a, a year or so. In there I don't know where, if I said that I'm all in, but
1: I kind of knew it all along. I that said was this it, you're is going it. for it. Yeah, you know, I, I, yeah, absolutely. It just felt right. It just felt right. But it you, felt like but you also, you know, do. you you had, you know, you had
2: pretty early success. success. Like you know, you were getting in a way, stuff, Yeah, I you know. did.
1: You know, uh, I'll be honest with you. I, I'm I'm fortunate that I did. I'm not that proactive. People would say because I know friends of mine would like every day they co You know, everything was codified and they cross reference and call. I didn't do that. I got lucky. I don't think had I not caught fire in a way early on. Yep. I got cast from a commercial to do the show Alice out here. Oh, wow. Luck. Come out here, 1750 a week. You got to pay your own fare. You got to be a local hire. I said, why not? I was single. I, uh, 1977. Come off the plane. My friend Floyd Levine picked me up. I got Floyd. an apartment. Floyd. Yeah, Floyd, bryan's <laughs> his, his son is Brian Robbins. Oh, wow. The kid who has become this mogul. Brian was like our... Brian was fourteen, fifteen when he came out here with Floyd. You know, it's just, it became this huge success. So I come out here and I did Alice. And Linda Lavin introduced me to a couple of casting people. And then I did Bob New. I started doing all these sitcoms. Wow. I became known as the sitcom guy. And I said, this is going to work. I just feel it. That's such a and great thing. Started, yeah. To got kind of lucky. I just kept, you know, finding my niche. And also, like, now... And then Gary Goldberg, my dear friend. I was just
2: going to say, now nowadays, you know, uh, you tell me if I'm wrong, but, like, back then there was, like, one guy who did, like, or, like, yeah. three people or four people did, like, all the TV That's shows. That's true. So if you knew one of those guys, you know, you were kind of, you could kind of get anywhere. I mean, it wasn't as going. much
1: product. Even though now with all this product, my agents always said, no, nah, there's nothing that I, I mean, like, when, you know, am I an alien? I mean, how come No, because no there's guy? not...
0: Regardless of the fact that there's so much product, there's still not a ton of quality product. Definitely not. So the shit is saturated beyond belief. (laughs) I I saw this company release a a show the other day. They were, you know, they've been pubbing themselves, new content, and they released this thing, this show. And I'm not going to mention who's in it, but it was such shit that I was like, I felt actually good about myself. I was going to like, say, was, that's inspiring, like, right? Like it totally, You could do better yeah. than that. I'm like, yo, my four-minute short is better than that. Like, that was, it was... I it, was on
2: a set yesterday. I was just doing uh, extra work, but I was like, this show, I mean, I, you know, you don't know that much just shooting it, but I was like, this is, this can't be any good. You
0: What's know. well, funny because uh, Seinfeld had said something brilliant on his show, Coffee with Cars.
2: Uh, coffee with comedians. I saw
1: one of them. Those are uh, good. Can you get those yeah, on Netflix? Cars. Yeah, it's on Netflix. The cars yeah, getting a, coffee. Yeah, 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 something like that. But, it's a uh, whole new uh, season. Uh, oh, it's a whole new season. That's a gr- <laughs> so That's I'll a good it. show.
0: So what I was, what he said is, he goes, the comedy world at least has its own ecosystem. The the shitty ones will dissolve. They'll go away. They'll get eaten. You know what I mean. And the mm-hmm. good right. shit will stay around and rise up. And I think that the that's green true. Rises to the top. I I, I, still, I still I still I I still hold hope like that. That is true. You know what I mean. That like the good stuff will yeah. rise up. The shit will get made, but it yeah. goes away quick. You know. Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: You. So when I was a kid, I would watch shows like The White Shadow, I and was I on would that. watch. I yeah. know. So I saw that on your on your IMDb. That's like a show to me that, like, right now could come back, like the white shadow. You know what I mean? Like Rappaport playing the coach. Of a, <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? A, that was oh, a, yeah. That was a diverse
1: show. Kenny Howard played the coach, a former president of SAG. Yeah. But, I mean, that was like a diversity show. That was also a Bochco show, wasn't it? No. Um, no, it wasn't. Bruce. That was Bruce Paltrow. Bruce Paltrow. Was the who creator? Who passed away early. He was Gwyneth, Gwyneth's dad. Was a producer? He, he was also saying elsewhere he, he created. He died early. He died in his 50s.
0: Did he also, did he act too or no? He just was a creator, right? Uh, no, it
1: was, his wife is Blythe Danner. Okay. That's Gwyneth's mother. She's a fabulous actress, right. yeah.
0: but But I love those shows. I never yeah. saw that show. Bro, you gotta go oh, watch gotta the see, I, I
1: played. Uh, I had scenes with Carlos Palomino, the old fighter. I was a. I was an old fighter. I was Salami's father. Uh, Salami. Van yeah. And I was like this. I tried to do a little bit of a you know, guy like pull a little punch drunk and shit. Yeah, but not too much. It was fun. We had some good scenes in that.
0: I remember gotta, salami. Look
1: for that. Yeah, I gotta see that. And there was
0: salami. There was Washington. <laughs> I remember the whole team.
1: Be, and Van Patten became a big director of Sopranos.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, exactly. His yeah. name was on like a, oh, bunch, then, of a, a bunch of Sopranos. Yeah. he's well, a
1: whole acting family. Dick and Joyce are good actors. Yeah.
0: Those to me are like a lot of the smart guys who like. They go okay. My little my run here as an actor could be over. Let me stay in the business because I love it. I'll work the camera. I'll mm. I'll learn how to direct. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like Peter, not
1: I think it's but like Peter. Well, Brian Brady. did that. Brian Robbins did that after he was on. He was kind of a a star on uh, head of the uh, class. Yeah, head of yeah. class.
0: Yeah, yeah, and went on to show. become
1: a huge monster producer. He's now president of a division of Paramount Pictures. Yeah, he's a, yeah, he's, he's a, a boss. Definitely, he's, he's a, a boss. boss. He's I a mean, boss. Mean, he's a
0: boss, but. All yeah, oh, right, man. Listen, you, it's been an hour. Yeah. yeah. You know, they're going to throw us out in a minute. The Costanzo family. But by the way, the Sutherland the
1: Carradines, and now
0: the Costanzos. You call, <laughs> you call yourself Costanzo I've heard you say your own name yeah, five times. Uh, maybe, I can, maybe, but, maybe. But Bobby Costanzo. And Chris Costanzo, thank you guys for coming out. Thank you for sitting Thanks here. Thanks for having us. Thanks this was great. Us, it was like gonna, being
1: on the stoop. Bullshit in the I like. I like doing Easy. this. Yeah, it's
0: going It's insightful. Right. A lot of people All are gonna right. dig it. Beautiful. Thanks for coming. Thank
1: you. Thank you guys. So, uh, when are you heading up to
0: the lake? Next week, I'm gonna go. For how long? Uh, throw it out. I'm going up for uh, two weeks, two and a half, maybe three weeks. What LA, you right? You're not sure. I am sure. I'm supposed to, uh, I'm starting this thing about these, these indie car racers who are drug smugglers. <laughs> mm. Yeah, so these guys are me to write this movie based on a true story. I mean, oh, you got a gig, you mean? Yeah, you're I got writing. a gig. Okay. So I got a hole up. Right. Yeah. I got my method.
1: Indy car Is it based they, on true stories? In the stories? 70s, there
0: were three brothers. Sounds like the French connection. They were called, they were called the, Whitting, the Whittington brothers, three redneck brothers who were dealing drugs, who were happened to have a gift for racing, end up, true story, end up on the Indy car circuit. All these guys, AJ Foyt and those guys, they're looking at these guys like, who the fuck are these guys just popping up on the scene with no sponsor on their car? All drug money. You know, and it's this crazy story. Were they talented Super drivers? talented, of course. That's how they got there. They were winning races. And so they didn't come from the school of fucking, you know, they they didn't grow up in the, you know, in the in the cart world and then with money. Uh-uh. They made their own bones and they, were. you know, it's a true story. They did time. They, Two they brothers. Away. Three brothers. One passed away How early. old would
1: they be in your script?
0: They would be, uh, they are in their late 20s, mid 30s when they're at their height. And then, if I decide to, to tell, you know, because they're 70 something now, and if they decide to, if I, if I put the maybe a little narrative device of talking from prison, then there'll be a couple roles for, you know, 65, 70 year old guys. So we'll, we'll go back and forth, a little non linear. There
1: you action, go. I mean, you know? good True, sure, of course. Yeah, but it's
0: a cool story. Go, yeah, I mean, go with that. that I, I like stories. Good. Yeah. I like stories, man. It's about stories. So this, that's All why right. this is stories that need to be told. I was uh, watch, listen in. Thanks again for having us. Mike Young, Stock Tip Dave, the Costanzo family. We'll see you guys later. See you guys. Bye. Thanks. Take me back when I was a kid. Take me Never back. Never had now. to worry about oh. what I did. The one two, but I'm one, a
3: man
2: two. now. Was Check it out. Gotta the get, the get it down sometime. time I'm getting now. down. Now. Take
0: me back uh. when uh. I was a one, kid. Two. Never had to worry Take about what back. I did. I'm coming back for you. But I'm a man now. now.